Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Uh, this morning we're live in studio. We're going to be having a great conversation about We Care for Kids, a local nonprofit that helps uh, kids in school with making sure that they have the clothing that they need. But we're going to sit down with Susan Hassan and Danielle Kanar, uh, the, the president and founder, and Danielle's the vice president of the organization. We're going to do that after we return from this message. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Lifespan Family Services provides foster care and adoption services. What is adoption? It's either accepting a child from the foster care system to become your permanent child forever, or perhaps a private adoption where a family may not be able to care for their children and they let you become their permanent parent. LifespanFamilyServices.com, building families through adoption and foster care. Call us today, LifespanFamilyServices.com. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Uh, live in studio with me this morning is Susan Hassan, who is president and founder of We Care for Kids, and Danielle Kanar, who serves as the current vice president of the organization. Ladies, thank you for making time to stop in to Contact. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Great to see you. It's great to have you. And I think this is an important organization, so I want to start by saying I've heard about you I know what you do but we want to get into the finer details with you so Susan we'll start with you if you would tell us like we care for kids you're a founder um, I understand you started in 2018 but do you want to give us some details about how you came up with this sure so we uh, three ladies got together in 2018 to give children in our community um, basic needs was our idea and um, we started with all the lengthy paperwork and then it's like, wow, we're going to need some more help with this. So we started recruiting people, recruiting people. Um, our mission is to give children in the local community all of their basic needs, from clothing, shoes, head to toe, school supplies, backpacks, toiletries, all of that. So we work with the superintendent, uh, Mrs. Benton, school teachers, counselors, and nurses in all of the Dubois area schools, Jeff Tech and Pensarin. Yeah, it seems like a big job, actually. It's a lot of schools, a lot of students. Uh, I should be clear that, unfortunately and sadly at times, um, there are lots of students in need. Yes, that's true. Um, we have had people from different schools in the area reach out to us um, from Brockway, Clearfield. And if we could run all of them, we would, because we would help any kid in um, any area. But we um, went with about five or six uh, ladies for a long time. Now we have 24 fantastic members who just do an outstanding job. Um, we're all very blessed and we're all giving back to the community this way. Yeah, no, I think it's a wonderful way to give back. Um, I think it can be tough though, right? If you're a student, uh, you don't necessarily want to go into school because of the stigma and say, oh, hey, I, my family can't afford something. I think that can be difficult. Uh, having been there myself when I was a little kid growing up on welfare, I know what it's like to not have. I also know what it's like to have, and I'm blessed to be in a family that was uh, probably upper middle class. But at the same time, we want to do away with the stigma for children. That was one of our biggest things was we, we have named each clothing closet has a name, um, you know, there's trendy treasures and Wasson wardrobe. 
We're trying to take the stigma away. We don't want it to be just the poor kids going to the closet. So we invite every student is allowed to come down and shop. And it's one thing when I go and talk to some local groups, you know, I, I try to teach kids, bring your friends down. If you see a need, it's really important for you to say, hey, let's go shop down at the clothing closet and see what they have. And we are seeing so many kids that are coming in, kids that don't need anything, but they're bringing their friends and other kids who have a need, and then we're able to help meet that need. Which is exceptional, right? Because you want, I mean, things happen. Uh, the economy isn't the greatest. Uh, unfortunately, not everyone has a job right now, although that seems to be changing our economy. Um, but things are tight. Inflation's extremely high. Some things do get cut from the family budgets that just uh, can't be there. And so I think it's important that kids do be supportive of one another. Um, that's out of their control for the most part of what their income is of their families. So I think that's an important key that you invite everybody in. That's true. We reopened the high school four years ago. It, the clothing closet had been shut for a, a while because they didn't have someone to take care of it. And the first year, huge stigma. It was like, you know, people walk by, oh, no, we don't need that. We don't need that. Now it's, oh, man, the clothing closet's open. Let's go down to the armoire. And they're heading down because we get lots of donations uh, from the community, which we greatly appreciate. But we go through everything. We work with Fayette Resources. They sort. They launder. They deliver. We're getting their students out into the community. And we have the cool stuff. We don't keep hmm. the stuff that, oh, my grandpa would wear that. We have the cool stuff. We have the cool shoes. We have Hollister. We have, you know, all the name Naki, brands. All the name brands. And we try really hard. One thing that we are adamant about is no kid wants to wear somebody else's underwear. Right. <laughs> you know, it. let's face <laughs> no, it. No, thank so you. So <laughs> we, we buy new undergarments we buy new socks we're not giving them these kids deserve the very best of what we have to offer we pride ourselves on a hundred percent of all the money we raise goes back to these kids and we're going to spend it on these kids and give them the very best now that's why we sort you know the donations that we get the clothing donations we sort them we we don't keep things that are ripped or stained we want these kids to have the best we want them to feel good about themselves and go home saying, look what I got. You know, it's, it's, it just really is about the kids. Yeah, absolutely. As we take a deeper look into it, can you tell me how, uh, like what exactly your organization does? Can you dive deeper into that and how it works? Sure. Um, so we covered the four elementary schools, the middle school, the high school, Jeff Tech, and Pence Run. And each school is a little bit different. They may open on different days, some open once a month, some open twice a month, and that's based on staff needs, um, staff availability, and the kids' um, needs themselves. So we open for a period of time, we call the kids down by classroom, or a lot of the counselors send a little note out, and a lot of the needier families will fill that out with needs. And then we will pre-shop and bag stuff up. Then the kids will come down and we'll say, oh, this is what we picked out for you. If they like it, great. If they want to change it for something else, that's great too. So with what Danielle was uh, iterating, I'd like to say people think of a clothing closet sort of as a re Clothing, Resale, recycled, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Re whatever. 75% mm -hmm. of what we have in the clothing closet is purchased. 
that's why we raise money. That's why we have fundraisers. That's why we take donations because we want it to be about good quality items that the kids are excited to come and see. Oh, wow. That Oh, look at this on me. This is so great. Oh, oh, these shoes fit me. I can't believe it. So we do have lots of donations from people that we launder and then put out. But we buy 75% of what's in there. You can't recycle shampoo and deodorant. Right. And like she said, no recycling of undergarments. Um, gently used, age-appropriate, clean clothing is all that we keep. But still, there's a great chance that whatever you're getting is brand new. 75% yes. is yes. a high number, much higher than I think most people would think. Yes. Um, so how do you, I guess, how does this organization handle donations? Are, you, are we out in public asking for money or are we asking for people to drop hopefully new clothing off? Like, how does this work? Well, we go about it a couple different ways. Um, a lot of people who know about our organization will drop off gently used clothing um, to love to sew or at the schools. And then Susan and all of our volunteers, we sort it. And like she said, Fayette launders it, helps us make sure that it's clean before it gets put out. Um, but we do go, we talk to a lot of groups, um, we go to talk to churches, um, and we have the support of Rotary, JCs, a lot of the Lions Club, a lot of these organizations, we've gone to talk to them about what we do just to make, so that they know the impact that their donation is having um, through our organization. And there's a lot of people out there that don't know about the need, the poverty level here in our community. And we have some very, very generous people that have seen the need. They help us out. Our, and our volunteers, our group of ladies, I'm telling you what, they are an awesome group. They see a need. You turn them loose. They're going to make it happen. <laughs> We're doing a shoe drive right now because we give out between 40 and 50 pairs of sneakers a month at all the schools. So we decided to do a drive called Shoe Some Love this Valentine's Day. I set a goal of 160 pairs, and that was the 1st of February. And we've turned our, our ladies loose. And, I mean, we're at 98 pairs of shoes. And we've got, wow. you know, Barber Financial, Hoffer Realty, the Shoe Sensation, Shoe Encore. Shoe Depot. I mean, all these places are like, we're going to help you. And so, like, people are bringing shoes in, dropping them off. It's a great way to bring our community together. And we're all making impact on these kids. So, I mean, we're, we're getting really excited because we're helping more and more kids, and that's exactly what we want to do. No, that is uh, exceptional, and no doubt uh, you'll reach your goal. Our community is very generous, and when they hear a need, they respond. Tell me, I think you had mentioned this, Susan, um, staff at schools, they communicate with your organization. Uh, CARES cards? How does yes. that work? Uh, we have CARES cards that we had printed out, and they are in the office. So any school employee, bus driver, custodian, you know, a kid may have a really great relationship with one teacher or one aide, and anyone in the school district can fill that card out and send it to the coordinator or just give it to the office and they'll communicate with us. Um, each school has a coordinator that is a member of our group. 
So that's the person that is always contacted if there's any kind of need. So the care card just fills out what do they need? Do they need toiletries? Do they need pants? Do they need shoes? Do they need a coat? And then you can list the size on there. So it makes it really easy to get the item that that we need. We have a storage area at Fayette Resources at the old Sykesville School. So if we don't have it, at the high school or middle school where we keep a lot of our storage there. The elementary and Pence run is more at Fayette. We'll go out and get it. We call it the hangar because we're always hanging out there. So we'll go get it from the hangar, but if we don't have it there, then we'll go buy it. We never leave a child hanging. We try to get them what they need within 24 hours, take it the very next day to the schools. The kids remain anonymous. We are just told what size, uh, what they need and which classroom we put put that on the bag and take it into the secretaries and they disperse it to the to the ca- guidance counselor who will talk to the child call them in um, and give it to them yeah it sounds like uh, you and your organization have really thought this out uh, how to protect uh, names of children how to really help uh, children without uh, the stigma of helping them One group I want to point out is uh, normally with my background, uh, having been a foster child, Pence Run is always on my heart. Seems like you're very involved with Pence Run. What are you doing with Pence Run? Well, we noticed um, when we would open the clothing closet at the high school, we were getting a lot of Pence Run residents were coming in to shop for clothes because a lot of times they arrive with really nothing but what they're wearing right so as a group we kind of talked about it because obviously we're going to give them everything they need at the clothing closet but sometimes there's a more immediate need um, and maybe school's not open yet and they can't get to school so we started putting together these cares kits so every time someone checks into pens run they are given a bag from us it has pajamas socks, underwear, toiletries, basic things just to get them through the first few days. And we have a couple of our volunteers are in charge of that. And we keep a stock supply so that we can fill bags marked with, you know, size small, medium, large, male, female, so that as soon as they check into Penn's Run, they at least have something that they can wash their hair, deodorant. I mean, these are basic things that we all take for granted. And I'm, I don't want it to sound like Pens Run isn't providing things for them. They, right. are. they are. But this is yeah. something that is given to them that is theirs right out of the gate. They have it, and they don't have to worry about how, you know, am I going to have underwear? Am I going to have, you know, because they have a closet there too. But we also, you know, if they call us and say, listen, we need, we need something for this child, it, we'll get it there. It, it'll be there within a day. Yeah, which is amazing, and for those going into Pence Run, or it is a new, uh, new environment for them. And I think when you do, uh, having gone to like foster homes as a child, it's a new environment for that child, and you don't know what to expect. Um, I still remember doing that. So having that, having something that's yours, I think is very important. So I think that's a smart way of uh, helping them and handling that situation with the children at Pence Run. Let's talk about, if we can, um, what else people in our community can do to help you. Is there something that you would like to see the community really do? I I understand the shoe drive, which is a great uh, drive to be having. 
Well, we're going to be having a few fundraisers um, coming up. In March, we're um, pairing with Buck's Pizza, and so that will be one of the things that if you're hungry, you go in and eat. It's dine-in, take-out, and we get a percentage of the profits for the day, and we appreciate them doing that for us. Um, we are also doing, last year, we did a big event at um, Luigi's mm. with Eddie Tate, and um, we had raffle baskets and 50-50, and same thing, a percentage of the profit for the days. Um, we take the gently used clothing. We take monetary donations that we turn around and buy uh, buy items with. So it's it's whatever you can afford. We have people who make a large donation once a year. We have people who bring in ten dollars, and both of them are greatly appreciated. It's not the amount; it's the gift. Um, $10 is sometimes all that one person can afford, but that they took the time to bring it in and say, I want this to be spent on the kids. Or we've had people come in with our latest fundraiser and say, I'm getting ready to go on a vacation or leave, but here's a check. Please buy some shoes for the kids. And until you work in the closet and see that a kid comes in with shoes that are three sizes too big or too small and they're scrunching their toes up on a daily basis, mm. Or they have no socks or even just shampoo or a toothbrush. You can't, you can't understand the need. You, you just can't understand the need. And they're good kids. You'll say, okay, let's find you two or three shirts. You know, what, what ones do you like? And they'll take one and then they'll say, oh, I just need one. Sa save the other ones for the other kids because other kids might need them. They're good kids. We have a lot of good kids in this community. Well, and I think the biggest thing, too, is community awareness. I mean, that's my job is to get out there and get the word out, talk to these groups that can help make an impact and spread the word. If people don't know you exist, they're not going to give to you. They're not going to know your cause. And, you know, we set up uh, before when they have open house or, you know, when high school does orientation, middle school does orientation, we have our closets open so that that, that parent that is stressing about getting back to school clothes for their kids you know how, how are they going to get them sneakers or what about gym you know these kids have to wear a gym uniform how am i going to pay for that we open those closets so those parents can shop during orientation but we got to spread the word we got to let them know that we're there and so if there's anybody that's interested if you want us to come and talk to your group and share what we do what our mission is re just reach out to us because we're more than happy to come and talk to you about what we do or yeah. join us or join, join us, us. yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um it should be noted uh, two things we care for kids is a 501c3 nonprofit. yes um something we talked about and maybe you would like to share with the community is as i understand it all donations go directly to the kids there are no administrative costs yes overhead. we have implemented a membership fee which um each member pays and we use that for administrative costs um, but we send out the old-fashioned handwritten thank yous. We buy stamps. We're running all over town. You know, nobody asks for reimbursement. Everybody, if there's a need, someone jumps in and says, oh, I got this one. Oh, we need to, oh, I'll go to the post office. You know, it's a, it's a group effort. And if we didn't have a strong group, we wouldn't be able to say with great pride that 100% of the donations go back to the kids. Right. And it, when you say membership fees, that's for people who are joining We Care for Kids. Yes. Not the 
children. They don't have to pay mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to my understanding, really no tax dollars are involved. This is a privately funded yes. mm-hmm. by the community members of Dubois and the members of We Care for Kids. Um, yeah, impressive that there are no administrative fees. So hats off to you for that. Thank I think you. organizations, many unfortunately, have very high overhead. Uh, so it's good to hear that you're out there. Please give us free closet space and <laughs> give us donations because those things do matter, right? Yeah. You yes. would have to pay for storage or yes. Um, obviously, you go buy new clothes, but obviously, you're working with a lot of organizations and companies who are willing to help you as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and Michael, one thing I wanted to bring up because we hadn't really discussed this before, but yeah. we are taking on a new initiative, something that is very near and dear to our hearts. And we know you want to talk about this because, you know, menstruation is a very important subject. Um, but we have seen a need um, of these young girls who are missing school one week each month. Hmm. It's a trend, it's tracked, we know it happens because financially they can't afford products. So we, Susan has been all over this, she's been doing research and we have started a new program called The Dot um, and we are putting machines in the schools um, so that all girls have access to free um, pads and tampons. Yeah. And we are so excited about that because you don't, again, you don't know the need until you see it and the impact that it's making. And it's just another part of our group that we're really excited about. Yeah, no, I will say this. Obviously, it doesn't affect me personally, but (laughs) I will say that as a first world nation, there really should be no women and should always have access to these uh, products no matter what. So I commend you for doing that. Um, we only have a couple of minutes left, so we are going to take our break, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up with you. Thank you. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services for local adoption and foster care services. Hi, folks. Are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services. We provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're having a great conversation about We Care for Kids. We only have a few minutes left, Danielle. I want people to know that this organization makes an impact, makes a real impact. Can you maybe share a story with us quickly? Oh, absolutely. And there's a lot of things we could share, but you know, this one really hit my heart hard. Um, a few weeks ago, um, had a young young man come into the closet, and he, I need some sneakers, and so. Uh, you know, I look down and he goes, yeah, he says, I've been wearing my mom's snow boots because I don't have any shoes. So I'm like, okay, buddy, we got to get you some shoes. So he finds a pair of sneakers. Of course, he doesn't have any socks either. So, hey, buddy, you want, you need some socks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you start to meet these kids and talk to them, you know, well, yeah, he needs a shirt. He's like, you mean I can get a shirt here too? And, and yeah, you want a pair of pants? Yeah, I can get a pair of pants. And it's just, you see the impact and we see it every single time that it's open. It's every kid that comes in, it's making a difference in the life of a child in any way that we can. Yeah, and I would say it's potentially one of the easier ways to be making a huge impact is to help uh, We Care for Kids. 
How do they get a hold of you, if you don't mind telling us, Susan, um, uh, to, we have so a they get involved? Facebook uh, page, uh, Du Bois Area We Care for Kids. Um, our One of our big drop-off locations and contact is Love to Sew for You at 69 Beaver Drive. Uh, she is our treasurer. So if you have any questions, there's always flyers there, our phone numbers. Um, our email is wecareforkids33 at gmail.com. Yeah, I want to thank you both for making time for such an important uh need in our community. I know it takes lots and lots of hours and lots of your time. Very well thought out organization who's making an impact in our city. So thank you both for coming on. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here and get the word out about We Care for Kids. Absolutely. And we'll be doing that. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you.